Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay, Bob. Ready to go? Okay, good morning, Aroostook County. This is the Aroostook Watchman Radio Show. Unfortunately, we're a little late. Sorry about that. Some kind of crazy snafu. I couldn't hear a thing on my headset. Now we're on. We're coming to you live on the Constitutional Radio Network, the conscience of Maine. And now this thing is screaming in my ear. Oh, goody. Okay. This is Independence Weekend. How are you doing with independence? The title of the show today is Independence to Slavery. Wait a minute. How, I thought it was slavery to independence. That must be a cycle. Anyway, we're going to jump right into it, and we're going to just start with a reading of the Declaration of Independence. What a unique thing, huh? If you'd like to join with us, call in at 724-444-7444, access code 52956 and the pound sign. We're going to do a couple things here. I know there were some folks on earlier and that probably wanted to get in, and I'm sorry I missed them. Call back in. We'll try to get this back into a little better format here. Here we go. What else is going on? Good night. Okay, here we go. This is the Declaration of Independence. We declared our independence from the king, the monarchy of England. Just think about this as we go through this. Compare it to where we are today. Do we need another declaration of independence? Or are we just going to put cushions on the chains? Hmm? When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate an equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, 
A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But, when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, insert states, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former system of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations all having in direct object the establishment of absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused to assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has resolved representative he has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his inv invasions on the rights of the people. 
He has refused for a long time after such dissolution to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers, incapable of annihilation, have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. Is this making sense to you folks? Is this, isn't this where we are today? This might just, we might just as well have this on the front page of the Bolshevik deadly novice. Sorry, I didn't mean to inject this. I just This is where we are. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these United States for that purpose, obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migration, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of land. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their office, the amount of payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new officers and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has affected to render the military independent and of superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to jurisdiction, us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and acknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation for quartering large bodies of armed troops amongst us, for protecting them by a mock trial, from publishing for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us, in many cases, the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond the seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it as once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies, for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our government for suspending our own legislature and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coast, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He has at this time beginning... He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, dissolution, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy of the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens, taken captive on the high seas to bear arms, arms against their country to become the executioners of their friends and brethren or to fail 
fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections amongst us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every state, stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress to the most, in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They, too, have been deaf to the voice of justice and consanguinity. Holy smokes, who can can pronounce that? We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them, as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace friends. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress, assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of a right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiances to the British crown, and that all political connections between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as a free and independent states they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states may of a right do. And for the purpose of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Let that sink in for just a minute. Just a minute, folks. Really? How close are we to that today? Uh, Let's see. In case you're listening on air or whatever, I don't know how to do this. We we have a chat room going in TalkShoe. You can get right in there and... uh, access that. It's TalkShoe.com and uh going to be a slight pause here. I'll be right back.
Okay. So, boy, what a day. Anyway, and the buzz is back. Darn buzz. Where does that buzz come from? Anybody know? Anyway, see if I can check here. Uh, okay, so, all through there, there are references to sovereignty and the people and our form of government. Why, how did we get so far off the track? We have come from independence. We were independent. How come we're not independent now? We have a Republican form of government. I had it. Let's see. Oh, where is it? Oh, when you restart these dumb computers, everything changes. I had it right in front of me. No, I don't know where it is. Okay. I know where I stuck it, though. We have just allowed ourselves to be used and abused. We went from independence back to slavery. Look where we are. I was hoping that we would have, if I probably were already here and left because I couldn't get on and get this thing going right this morning, a couple of the representatives. We've got some good folks in Augusta. This is, this is all about Maine today, folks. The rest of you guys, different states, you're on your own. This is about Maine. We are guaranteed a Republican form of government, correct? It's in the, where is it? It's in Article 4, Section 4 of the Federal Constitution. So the question for your representatives, and I'm going to ask you to do this. Wherever you are in the state of Maine, call your local rep, call your, your state representative and your senator. Simple question. Will you support a bill to restore the Article 4, Section 4 of the Federal Constitution for Maine? You're going to get a blank on the other end. After the silent pause, and just explain to your rep that Section 4 says, the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or of the executive when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. Will you support a bill in the main legislature to restore this? Well, what do you mean? In 1976, Maine, through the legislature, changed our form of government from the guaranteed Republican form of government. 
That's not Republican Party. That's a form of government, representative republic, representative. Right now, the only form of government that we have is mob rule. Because in 1976, good people, I think there was a good, I think they really believed they were doing something correct. They changed our form of government from a representative republic to a democracy by instituting citizens' initiative. Well, don't you think citizens should have the right? Don't you think citizens should have input? Yes, citizens should have input. The problem is we have a very good process. But the citizens don't partake. What happens? We have people like Bloomberg, one man, one human being, with very, very deep pockets, can purchase laws. He can change one man. Now, we talk about trying to get people to show up. When you have millions and millions and millions of dollars in your pocket, you don't need people to show up. You hire people to show up. And that's what he's done. And we allow it by having this horrible, great-sounding citizens' initiative. This citizens' initiative sounded good. Let's think about it. Back in 1976, what was the what was the situation in our in our country? What was the situation in these union of several states? There was a lot going on. Some of us remember really well the late 60s, early 70s. This this. These people, these Americans, were torn apart. There was a, they had just waged an unlawful war in, in um, Vietnam. 59,000 men died. I don't know how many 100,000 million Vietnamese died, north and south. Horrific. We were, we were on the brink of anarchy. There was dissatisfaction amongst the people. Justifiably, it was a it was a difficult time. I believe that the people that voted for encouraged the citizens' initiative honestly believed they were doing a good thing. Unfortunately, what we have from that is anybody 
including you and I. We could do it. We could do it. And it's, it's, it's neat that there's a process to, to get together and have the people make a difference. Unfortunately, where we are in this world today, there are evil people with horrific power and unimaginable amounts of monetary influence who can simply come into a, a low-population state like Maine, hire people to affect this citizens' initiative, buy enough advertising time, influence enough legislators, that one guy can change the laws, change the course of our state. And it works. Why would they do that? Why would, why would Bloomberg give a hoot what happens in Maine? Well, it's not about Maine. It's about, see, the agenda works. And we've got this in Maine, so you should do this in Mass. And we got this in Maine, and so, and we have this in New York, so you should do this in Wisconsin. And so you should also do, see, if they can get a foothold. And we play the same game. But when it's out of control like this, we have to, you, ha- you have to stop. You have to cut the, the roots of the poison tree. You can't just constantly be fighting, resisting the, the tyranny. We had a really good constitution in Maine. Unfortunately, it's been altered 176 times. So it must have been pretty darn good when it started. You see, the founders knew when they were debating this this concept of a republican form of government. If you go back and dig into some of the uh, arguments at the convention, let me see if I can read this. It's a little, little jerky. Um, bah, 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 that a Republican government ought to be guaranteed. This is from 1787. Ought to be guaranteed by the United States of each. The records of the Federal Convention of 1787 in a letter in April to Randolph, who formally represent, or presented the Virginia plan to the convention, Madison had suggested that an article ought to be inserted expressly guaranteeing the tranquility of the states against internal as well as external danger. That's where we are, folks. Internal and external danger. So unless the union be organized efficiently on Republican principles, innovations of a much more objectionable form may be obtruded. See? They knew. 
these guys were sharp. On the background of the clause, the people have the option to force legislators to act. We have zero ability to defend against the millions of dollars coming in from just one man on question three. Just one man is manipulating this entire state. If the citizens want change, they'll have to get serious. It's either ballots or bullets. We have to stop the invasion of Maine. These guys back there knew that unless the union be organized efficiently on Republican principles, innovations of a much more objectionable form may be obtruded. 1787, Madison wrote that. And we're seeing it today. We're seeing it today. We can stop this thing. Look, let me give you a little background on this. You've all heard it. Now, you know that, uh, where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it? We have five of these citizen initiative uh, that will appear on the ballot in November. We went over this last week, but you've got to understand how devastating this is. It doesn't matter whether these are righteous or not. The process is, leaves us vulnerable to exactly what the founders were talking about. Understand? The process leaves us open to innovations of a much more objectionable form. Because now we have an act to establish ranked choice voting. We still don't know. I have two representatives trying to find out, trace the money trail on this, and I still haven't gotten an answer. Who is supporting? Who is pushing this? Who paid these people to petition for this? I don't know. Then we have an act to establish the fund to advance public kindergarten to grade 12 education. Wow, that sounds really good. Let's do that. An act to establish the fund. Oh, we should do that. Do you want to add a 3% tax on individual main taxable income above $200,000 to create a state fund to provide direct support for student learning in the kindergarten through 12th grade public education? No. I do not want to hold a gun to the guy's head who makes $200,000 because he's a worker. He's productive. Somebody that's making $200,000 is not doing that by stealing it from somebody in the stock market. Most likely, he's an employer, a producer. So let's take 3% of his income. How arrogant can we be? 
Again, these things, I talked to people that were petitioning. They were getting paid $13 an hour to get these petitions done. If you recall, a few weeks ago, we asked for people to get some petitions to get the Constitution Party on the ballot in Maine. Well, I got news for you. Steve, Steve and Steve and Steve and I don't have the resources to hire people to go and sit and collect signatures. But special interests do. And getting signatures on this petition to take 3% of somebody else's income was pretty easy when you have an entitlement mentality and you have a welfare state, it's very easy to pay someone to get people to sign a petition. We have to kill this process, folks. Sorry to say. There's the next one is an act to legalize marijuana. I don't care whether you agree or disagree. It's not the issue to me. The issue is not whether this is righteous or not, whether you agree or disagree. I really don't care what you smoke, drink, shoot in your arm until you hurt someone else or until you hurt the baby you're carrying. Hmm. But it doesn't matter because the state is already a drug dealer. The state already endorses giving drugs to unborn babies. Just go into any methadone clinic. They're giving methadone to pregnant women. The state is giving methadone to unborn babies. You okay with that? No, I'm not. But this is part of the problem. It's not the issue. It's the Blumen process that allows this to happen. The next one is an act to raise the minimum wage. Again, this was easy to get on the ballot. We have a poverty mentality. We have an entitlement mentality, and we have people that would pay people to get signatures on a petition to raise the minimum wage. People, people, please. This minimum wage argument is insane. Grow up. Think about what that says. You cannot control the wage if you can't control the currency. It's a red herring. It's smoke and mirrors. Do you understand that you can raise the minimum wage to whatever you want? It makes no difference if you can't control the value of the currency. It's a total red herring. I don't care. So raise the minimum wage to $20 an hour. Make everybody happy. 
Yahoo. In three months, you will spend more hours working for a loaf of bread than you did before the wage increase. Again, it's not about this stupid ballot initiative item. It's about the ballot initiative, the citizens' initiative process, because it's been hijacked. Because as the founders said, if you change from the desired Republican form of government, there will be objectionable forms put in. We allowed it. We can stop it. It's up to us. We have to do it. We have at least three sitting representatives willing to do this. But it's going to take a huge push from the people. And, you know, it's not going to come from the people that signed the petition to steal another 3% from the high earners. They're not going to call Joel Stetkus, Beth O'Connor, or Rick Long, or Carl Ward and say, oh, we support you fixing our Constitution. It's not going to happen. The people that are signing the petition to raise the minimum wage are not going to call their representatives and say, oh, we made a mistake. We really want to fix our Constitution. It's not going to happen. So the rest of us are going to have to do it. It's got to be you and me. It's got to be, folks. It's not going to happen otherwise. This thing is a nightmare. Beth O'Connor wrote a great article in the main wire two weeks ago. I read it, most of it, to you last week. This is absolutely critical to the function of our state. This is a main issue. We need to stop it right now. We need to make some calls. If you, if you think this is Independence Day, maybe you better think about maintaining our sovereignty. You have zero sovereignty if Bloomberg can walk in, spend $5 million out of his own pocket, $5 million bucks. Can you imagine? <coughs> can you imagine what we could do with five million bucks. Just imagine. But for some reason, Mr. Bloomberg thinks that this universal background check is worth five million dollars for him. How so? How does that work? This is all about agenda. This is nothing about, he, he doesn't, he's not making money on background check data entry equipment sales, right? He's not selling 
background check computers. This is about the agenda to take away your defense. This is about confusing the whole thing. If you hand, if if you if you're at camp, if you're hunting, and you leave your firearm there, you go to town, and there's two other people there watching your firearm. You're all felons. This is the same. You, you just we've got to get rid of it. And it's up to you and me, folks. Call your representatives. Ask them that simple question. Just ask. Will you support a bill to restore our Article Five, section, our Article Four, Section Four form of government guaranteed in the federal Constitution? Ask them. We are guaranteed a Republican form of government, according to. The Federal Constitution, Article 4, Section 4. Everything else is unacceptable. We have to get rid of this citizen's initiative. It allows the door wide open for any influential big-money person to come in and change the laws in Maine. How ridiculous. One man can change the laws in Maine. Okay, we had a short session. Sorry, folks. I hope you have a good weekend. Think about what Independence Day is supposed to mean. And let's, let's put Maine back to independent. Let's be a sovereign state. Let's close the loophole, fix our state. It's a great place to live. Let's fix it, restore it. We had a great constitution Somebody came in and messed with it. Support the folks that support us. Thanks for being with us today. Natural Living Center, the great big health food store in Bangor. That's your place for everything from soup to nuts, granola, produce, great supplement section, great folks in the supplement section. You can get some good information. Stop and say hello. They also give you a great discount if you special order. Call in advance. 990-2646, 990-2646, Natural Living Center, Longview Drive in Bangor. And in in Caribou, John Caven, Countywide Vacuum. John sells the perfect vacuum services, the rest. And from Bangor to Caribou, we have County Co-op, your buying club for Roostick County. You can uh, stock up on some bulk items, bulk foods, and save a little money. Help us keep the show on the road. 207-694-0721, County Co-op, your buying club for Roostick County. Have a great day, folks. Stand by for Roger Eck, the Northern Maine Landman, on the Constitutional Radio Network, the Conscience of Maine. Have a great day, folks. We'll see you on the radio. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.